It really is a blessing to <clears throat> have a song service before we open God's Word to be strengthened and to hear the words that those brothers and sisters and songwriters wrote and penned down through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. All biblically based, all for our encouragement. Disconsolate means lacking consolation, not being comforted. But we open God's word, as we have this morning hour, and the brother mightily spoke out of it, to give us courage and to give us strength, <clears throat> to warn us and to correct us as well. We thank you for that, brother. But it offers unto us the heart of God. That's what this word does for us. So, I was kind of considering of calling Brother Mikey and asking him what he was going to preach on, so we didn't overlap. But I restrained from that and asked the, and let the Lord lead. So, with God's help, let's turn to the first book of Thessalonians, chapter number four. I'd like to read some familiar scriptures. <clears throat> I'd like to begin reading at verse 16 and verse 17 and 18. And then from chapter 5, I'd like to read nine verses. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to the end and nine verses from chapter 5. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall, shall arise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. But of the times and seasons, brethren, Ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of the light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness." Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that are drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. I've been pondering uh, the clouds lately. We we know that when we when we associate the coming of the Lord and when we uh, know that our King is coming and He will come, I, we 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 don't doubt this one bit. But when we know He comes, we kind of associate it with clouds because it says He will come with the clouds and and and. Uh, Every eye shall see him, and they that pierced him. 
All these things we know. But when, when you look at the clouds, I was thinking about that and, and, and looking up at the clouds and wonder, what do each and every one of us think about when we look to the clouds? Does the recollection of Christ's coming begin to go through our minds, or do we even care about it? The brother made mention this morning about the pendulum swinging. And sometimes we feel this way, and sometimes we feel that way. The clouds, when we look at the clouds, and they, they cause us to think of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ descending upon the clouds with his saints, to come and bring us unto him, as we have, if we have read here. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught to get up together in the clouds. What, what we can ask each other, that, or we can for ourselves answer that same question. Do we think about the clouds? Do we think about the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And if we do think about the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, what's going through our minds at those times? Many times we're by ourselves when we see these things. We have a lot of time to ponder, maybe driving in the car. I've many times done that when driving home from work. Maybe in the morning it's too early, it's dark out still. But driving to work and, 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 or coming home from work and you see the clouds and, and the recollection of our coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And maybe not every day, maybe not every time, that that would pass through my mind. Maybe the pendulum wouldn't be in favor of me feeling very excited about it and happy about it and, and, and come Lord Jesus, as we say. Maybe there's, a, there's a, a, a little distance between I and my Lord that day. Maybe I've done something wrong. Maybe I, I have something in my life that I need to take care of. And if that day today would be, would I for joy be weeping? Or do I have that day on my radar that I'm thinking about that, that, that day coming? That, that, that this is something that's ex so exciting to me. We all know what a radar is. Maybe some don't. It's a device that they've, they've come up with that, that sends out radio waves, transmits it. It bounces off of objects, and it comes back to the, to the receiver, and they can measure the velocity and, and uh, how that, how that, that object, that, it, that, that the, uh, the radio wave has bounced off of. They can measure it and see how, how fast it's coming and when it ought to get there. Is Christ on our radar? Are we thinking about him? Is, is he in, in, in our hearts and in our minds as we, as we sing the songs that we just got done singing, uh, you know, of, of, of the glories of, of heaven so wondrously fair, cannot with the glories, uh, though, the though this earth is wondrously fair, but it can't compare to the glories of heaven. Being ready for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, having him on our radar, 
seeking him with all of our hearts, being diligent, seeking him, always ready to be ready for that day. So that the pendulum, when it's swinging, that would not affect us. We usually read this chapter, or part of this chapter that I've read, we usually read it at funerals to comfort those that have lost loved ones. And to know that there will be a resurrection, to know that Christ is coming for his own. The dead that are sleeping, we're not going to prevent those that sleep, and those, those that are alive at his coming, we shall meet the Lord to get in, in the air, to be with him forever. The long-awaited coming of Jesus Christ our Lord. And the apostle teaches, he says, But of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. You don't have to. It's coming as a thief in the night, as we heard this morning, even as we, I believe we heard last night. Ye yourselves perfectly know that the, the Lord is coming as a thief in the night. So it's not, it's not uh, something necessary to talk about uh, um, the, the time he's coming. And if somebody did go and tag a date to it, I wouldn't believe that date if I were you. Because, it, because Jesus Christ said it's going to come as a thief, and they don't let you know when they're coming, thieves. It's going to come surprisingly. The drive, I believe, of this chapter is so that we're ready when he comes. That we're prepared when he comes. This radar, if you look at a picture or if you've seen in a movie, you will see that this big green uh, circle here, and you'll see this, 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 uh, uh, this thing going around, and you'll see a little blip, and you'll see blip, and you'll see blip. Those are... The radio waves are bouncing off of that thing. And then the one at the controller who's very concerned about it, because it's usually uh, those that are, are really concerned about what's coming ahead. So they're looking at that, and they're very concerned, and they're saying oh, it's at such and such a, 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 of, a, of a distance, and so on and so forth. It's coming this fast, and, and, and we need to prepare for that. And this is what Jesus Christ is saying, and this is what the apostles are trying to teach us, to be watchful, to be careful, because the day is as a thief in the night. Jesus himself said that. So we can have this spiritual radar in front of our life, our life, that radar screen. And as the Lord, and, and these things are increasing these days, the, 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 the little blips, if you will, of the coming of the Lord are, are, are frequent. The signs of the times which we see, brothers and sisters and friends. The frequency is coming on heavier and heavier, the signs that we see. Christ is wanting to wake us, his church up. We ought to be waking each other up as well. Maybe an alarm clock. That's a different thing. I've heard uh, Brother Andrew said yesterday that the world is alarming you, or is alarming in that song. Was it that? And even in the, one of the hymns we sang just before, about being alarmed. I'm an alarm clock guy. I need an alarm clock to get up. I, I, I hear people say sometimes, they'll say, I'm up at, at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, and they're up just like that. That's not Sam Sipcar. I need an alarm clock to get me up. So I have my little alarm clock um, down beside my bed, my iPhone. I set that, and, and coincidentally, my, my uh, alarm is, is the radar sound on an iPhone, if you've ever heard it before. That's, that's, that's what I have. 
But back years ago, I bought this alarm clock, maybe this big, black one. And I can't remember the name on it, but it said that the, 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 the little bait that it put out there to, get to, to, to catch you was, it says, able to arouse even the deepest sleeper. And, and it does that. It did that. It would arouse you. And, 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 and it, was, it was ignorant. It was a miserable sound in the morning. You know what that, you know, everybody knows what a, what a dinger or the, one of those little things got a couple bells and a hammer that goes back and forth. I can't remember exactly the features of that one. But you know what I'm talking about. And it startles you. And it shakes you. Jesus doesn't want us to live by that. He would rather we have him on our radar. See the signs of the times. And it's coming on heavy. And things are getting serious. And we all know things are getting serious these days. I was inspired when a sister put on her, on her, uh, on her uh, status, person holding a lantern, perhaps you have seen it, says we're going to need oil in our lamps. It's getting dark out there. Get dark out there. And we're called to be children of the light. We're called to be children of the day, as it says here. It says, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh on them, and travail as, as upon a child, as a woman with child, and they shall not escape. This is not God's design for us, to be, to be shocked like this. He wants us to be uh, redeeming the time because the days are evil. He wants us to, to, to be ready when he comes. He wants us to lift up our heads and know that our redemption draweth nigh and to be crying out. Uh, what did you say this morning, Brother Doug? Uh, I can't remember what you said this morning about, about the, the, the Lord coming. I'm ready to meet you, Lord. Sorry to put you on the spot. He wants us to be ready, brothers and sisters. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that the day should overtake you as a thief. Look at the, look at the consolation he's trying to give us. He doesn't want us to be in consolation, although we need songs like that, because we get like that. The pendulum swings. We are weak. We are in the flesh. I can tell you about it. We are weak in the flesh. But God looks on us with favor. He exalts into his favor if he but sees a faithful heart, if, as we sing in the hymn book. He knows we're going to fail. Christ's blood is there for us when we fail. If we have fellowship with him, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with him. And the blood of Christ cleanses us of all sin when we confess him. He's faithful and just to forgive us so that we can get out of that other side of the pendulum and get back in, in line with the Lord. Ye are children of the light and not of the day. Ye are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. We don't have to uh, grope in the night. 
We don't have to wander aimlessly. We have this whole word before us. We have each other. Do you know what type of a, of a heritage we have here? Do you know how, how blessed we are in this, in this building right now, in this church? Do you know how blessed we are when we go abroad? Do you know how blessed we are if we go over to Europe, if we go over, to, over there, if we go over there, to have brothers and sisters waiting for us and knowing us of kindred spirit? We have a heritage that, that, that the, the, this world cannot compare to. We have each other. We have this word that we all refer to. And this word wants us to walk together, one with this word, and one with each other in unity. You are children of the light and children of the day. We are to be working out. There was a, uh, there was our Savior Jesus Christ came on the, on the, uh, in, in that, in that time. And there was a dark season there in, um, Look what it says here. Now Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison. He departed from Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast by the borders of Zebulun and Nephthalim, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Nephthalim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. And look at, look at God's preparation. And look at the plan of the Almighty fulfilled by our Savior, the, the people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region of the shadow of death, light is sprung up. And he began to preach the gospel unto them. That gospel that we hold so dear, it saved us. The good news. There's nothing in the world that you can gain, friends, in this world that, that can save your soul. Christ has brought light unto mankind. Christ has brought this salvation unto mankind. Christ has brought repentance unto mankind. Christ, Christ has taken uh, souls that were dead in sin and in sickness and shame and in misery Far from, far from God, far from, from, from uh, uh, morality, and can take them and turn them into something useful and something that has hope for his kingdom. I'm one of them. I'm not proud of it, but I'm one of them. So if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, we wouldn't have this, what we have here, brother, sister, and friend. It's because of him we are here. And this is a, a wonderful heritage, a goodly heritage we sing in the song. So we walk in the light. We walk in the day. We are not of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. I'd like to go to, uh, a little bit into... <clears throat> Where the, the 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 ten virgins I'd like to speak a little bit about them, and the kingdom the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. 
But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Who would you say had the radar going? Who would you said was aroused by that alarm clock? I think we know. I think it's exemplary of the contents of what these wise virgins were, 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 were carrying and what they, what they had with them in their vessels. They had that oil. They were, they were equipped. They, they were ready. Their lights were shining. They replenished that oil in there as their lamps went down and they always replenished their oil. And they had it ready because they were waiting for the bridegroom. They didn't want to be found unready. But the foolish, they were walking around with no oil. They had their vessels. They knew they had to have oil in their vessels, but they never had oil. It's very possible for a Christian to walk around with no oil in their lamp. As sorrowful and as miserable as that sounds. To have the opportunity of hearing Christ word, to know the, the, the glories of the heavens, to, to, to know what's awaiting us there in the heavens, to know that his promise is sure. He's coming. The brother made mention of that uh, earlier. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. While the mockers, while those ones that were saying, uh, uh, there shall come in these last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they are willingly ignorant of. But he says, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. Again, that one day is with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. He didn't forget us. Why is he, why is he, why is uh, he, he waiting? But is long-suffering, friends, not willing that any of you perish. He's not willing that any perish, but that all should come unto repentance but then it go, the warning goes out, friends. He's, he's, he's patient. He's enduring. He wants you all to be saved. But the warning goes along with that consolation of, the, of, the, of that hope that you have, friends, that the Lord is waiting for you. Don't, don't do him a disservice by waiting too long. Because it says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, wherein the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and all the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. And the earth also and the works thereof shall be burned up. And then it comes the counsel of dear Peter. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? And look at this encouragement here, brothers and sisters and friends, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of, the day of God, 
wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. Nevertheless, according to his promise, we look for a new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. We're hastening. We're looking for. We say, come Lord Jesus Christ. We don't want to be alarm clock Christians that, are, that, are, that are, don't have any oil in our lamps and, and we're startled. And we're going to be startled. We don't want to be like that. We want to be of those who are looking for and hastening into. they got the radar in front of us. We're listening to this. We're, we're heeding the Spirit. We're in communication with Jesus Christ, our Lord. There's a fellowship there. It's not, this isn't, this isn't come into the faith and, 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 and hang out at the, at, the, at the starting part here. This is moving on to sanctification. Taking and, and, and having a fellowship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Friends, this is all there at, at, your, at your hand. You can take a hold of this. He's not far from any one of us as, as we read in Acts. He all, wants us all to be saved as we just read. He's not, he's not slack concerning his promise. Let the others scoff. Let them all, let them all speak uh, those, those, those uh, things. It says in Jude also, when it talks about those raging waves of the sea uh, foaming out their own shame, and Enoch, uh, the seventh from Adam, perished with those uh, prophesied of these, uh, behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute upon the, all that are, and to convince all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all the hard speeches which, they, uh, which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. How many railings and how many things do you hear the people of this world and the agendas of this world railing on our Savior Jesus Christ? That's my Lord. That's our Lord. We're, we're supposed to be looking for and hastening unto his coming. Let's not, let's be careful with that. Let's not be bitter against them. Let's pray for them. Let's, let's seek their welfare, praying to God on their behalf, interceding on their behalf, like, like uh, uh, Abraham did for, for Lot and for, for Sodom. Let's pray for the people of this world, that they would come out of this sleepy thing and into the light and to recognize, because you want to know what he's going to convince them. You want to know how he's going to convince them. It says here, it says, to execute judgment upon all and to convince all of their ungod that are ungodly among them. You know why? When he comes with ten thousands of his saints, because they're going to see him as he is. Just like we haven't seen Jesus Christ, oh, we haven't seen him, but we love him, right? Just as the others haven't seen Jesus Christ, when he comes in all his glory, it's not going to be like when he was going into, into, into that place on that donkey. This is going to be totally different. He's going to come as a judge now. Let us be, let us be ready. We can't emphasize that enough. We can't emphasize that enough. These are murmurs and complainers walking in their own lusts. 
These are all the, the, the things that we see in these last days. Great swelling words, having men's person and admir uh, admiration because of advantage. Everybody wanting the me, me, me. But beloved, remember you the words which were spoken of by the prophets, of, uh, by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that, that he told you there should come mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These are they who separate themselves, it goes on to say, warning us. These are warning signs on our radar screen. But he says here, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. This is essential and it's critical for us in these last days. On our own behalf for ourselves, but also for one another, brothers and sisters and friends. To be praying one for another, to be fervent in prayer one for another, keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Not, not being proud in anything, but being diligent. Uh, Jude says here, look at, look at Jude. He says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Do we not owe God that, that we would diligently do what he says here? To have our radar going, to, to be watchful, to be careful in these last days, to be persistent in what we're doing, whatever it is, to be persistent for the kingdom of God. This is what we're called to. That's how we could have our radar on. These, these poor foolish virgins, they didn't have their, they didn't have oil in their lamps. And now we're midnight. They don't have the, the, the quick stops like we do a 24-hour night like today. And the, and the wise, they, they couldn't share that which, which they, had, they had prepared through, through diligence, through that persistence, through that, 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 that faithfulness and that wisdom and that holiness, that set-apartness that they had different from the foolish virgins. And they were taken. They were taken off guard. They were caught off guard. And when they and and and, and friends, this is not the time when 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 before our Lord's appearing that you, that we're going to go out and start start trying to do something. Now is the appointed time. Now is the day of salvation. Get you turn your radar on if you got the thing turned off. Wake up. And brothers and sisters, if we're being lulled to sleep by this world, by the things that brother, the brother was talking about last night, and we're spending way too much time on those things, I'm another one who's guilty of it. I would be, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say. But let, us, let our moderation be known. Let, let the Lord know our moderation. Lord, I'm going to choose this this time. I don't want to do that this time. Brother Mikey said, I hate it. Let it be that way in our hearts so that this isn't the drive of our life to always find something out new and i got to know everything about everybody right now. Let us want to know everything about our Lord and Savior right now so that we could have that radar on, that we could be children of the light, that we could be sober, that we could be filled with faith, diligently walking in these things, in love and hope and peace being spotless, 
being blameless. The word encourages us. Being generous. These are all things. If we walk in this type of spirit, if we walk in this type of way, when we see those clouds, we're going to look at those clouds different. We're not going to be saying, well, just just hold off a little bit, Lord. i got to take care of something with brother and sister so-and-so. Hang on a little bit, Lord. I can't sing that song, oh, if today that day were now that for joy, I would be weeping. The Lord always wants us to be ready at every single moment of the day so that we would be able to sing those songs and we would be able to look up to those clouds and we would be able to rejoice in our Lord and that there would be no schism in between us but that we would be diligently up and about our soul salvation with trembling and with fear. For as we know, God's word says our God is a consuming fire. But we have such a wealth of of consolation in here for all that are disconsolate. We all fail. We all fall short. But don't, don't get stuck in there. Get back up. Call out to the Lord. Lord, this is the way it is in my life. And talk with him like a, like a father. And he will hear us. And Christ, he wants us to be ready. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that are drunken, are drunken in the night. But let us be uh, who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. Those things, to have that breastplate, that, that strong uh, breastplate of faith and love, something that the enemy can't, can't, can't uh, throw his fiery darts and penetrate. It's there. It wards him off. We bring out, we bring out the, the word of God. And the enemy has to flee. I was just speaking with a fine uh, gentleman before this service. And how the enemy has to flee. You bring the word of God into the story, and he has to flee. Like a, like a light in a room. Dark room, turn the light on, and and that dark jumps under the bed. It takes off into the closet. It can't be when light can't be with darkness. Let that be a consolation and encouragement to us. Feeling down, get into the Word of God. You feeling you feeling uh, you're struggling in your faith. Get in the Word of God. Be encouraged. We have such a wealth here, and, and and it sometimes collects dust. God forbid that that would be in our lives, that we have such goodness and such blessings of the Lord and we, and we, and we keep these things uh, uh, away from our, our, ourself. Putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. That you may know, as the brother Mike made mention this morning, that we know that we have that salvation. And that we know that he knows us. And if we ain't got oil in our lamps, brothers and sisters and friends, he ain't going to know us. That's why he shared that with us. He didn't do it because he's cruel. He did it because he loves us and he has patience with us and he wants us to know, he, he wants us to be ready for that time. We have all the ways to get, to, 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 to get that oil and to fill our lamps and to be ready at every moment of every day. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it will be by no other. It's only by Jesus Christ. Friends, if you don't know him, know him. Come to know him. 
Talk to your parents. Talk to the ministers. Get serious with him. Look into this word. Don't wait another day. It's time to turn your radar on. To look at the times, to see the seasons that we're in, and to know that the day is at hand. Let us be ready. In Jesus' name, amen.